0: From the PCC Studios in Midland, it's the Catwalk, presented by Performance Chemical, conversations connecting with industry executives, community leaders, nonprofit organizations, and social entrepreneurs.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to America's favorite podcast show. This is the Catwalk. We are locked and loaded in aerodynamic tonight. I'm Jay Whitlow, sitting right over there is the great Moose Myers. What's up, Moose?
0: Hey, Jay, what's going on, man?
1: Not much. You doing okay? Looks like you got a haircut.
0: I got a haircut. Did you? And I'm wearing my short shorts. How, how, Daisy Dukes? Yeah. <laughs> then no, we don't want to Duke. see those. No no strings of mine, though. No strings. Are there no, strings no, in no, no strings attached to these shorts.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we got Chris producing, as always. We're so grateful for that. Before we begin, want to let you know that we are going to be live on Thursday, July the 27th. That's two weeks from tonight. Uh, right. at Hoop and Barrel. We will be emanating live from there. We'll be there from 4 until 8 p.m. at Hoop and Barrel. Is it hoops or hoop? Hoop. Singular.
0: Yeah, hoop, hoop. and hoop and barrel. Hoop
1: and barrel. So it's one hoop, one barrel. We're going to be there from 4 to 8. The show will be live at 6.30. We'd love for you to be a part of that show. Uh, enjoy some cocktails, some tapas, Um We are going to be doing a live auction and a silent auction, and everything that's taken in that night is to benefit Backyard Midland. We've worked with Backyard Midland, Carl right. That's right. Great organization, works with some homeless in our community. So we would love for you to buy a table, support Backyard Midland, support the catwalk, and we will see you Thursday, July the 27th.
0: I can't wait, Jay. I can't wait. It's
1: going to be great. Are you ready for the rant? I'm ready. All right. Well, the rant is sponsored by Permian Warrior Partnership. Permian Warrior Partnership is a veteran-focused, community-led initiative to proactively connect with all veterans and ensure access to quality resources and opportunities available in collaboration with the community. Permian Warrior Partnership is standing by to serve our veterans, their families, and caregivers in the Permian Basin. So, Moose, what you
0: got on your rant? You know, uh, I kind of like this segment now, Jay. Um, I, I do get <laughs> to have my little, my little spotlight on our own little show. That's and It's right. kind of fun. But t- today, I'm, on a, I'm not really a rant, but it's more of a... It's kind of a folly, if you will. A folly. What's a folly? Yeah. A folly is kind of a joke. Like it's a fun. So we've all been there, right? We've all been to a uh, to a place, uh, either a, uh, a corporate office or we've been into uh, uh, hotel rooms or, mm-hmm. or, or, or even just going to Las Vegas or anywhere uh, and riding an elevator. What happens when you get on an elevator? When I get on an elevator, I go quiet. Yeah. And you and, and you and about 98% of the world goes quiet. I but, don't want to talk to anybody. But the other 2%, they have to face me when I'm on the elevator. <laughs> are so you, I say, Are you loud? I'm I'm the obnoxious dude. I get on the elevator. I'll say, hey, what's up? And they're like, clearly they don't want to talk. Yeah. And I'm like, where are you headed? And like, <laughs> up? Like, up or down. <laughs> you So you're going to heaven or hell, right? Oh, whoa. And so, no, I, I have these conversations with people all the time. <laughs> and so they stand at the very, very back of the elevator, you know, a lot of times. And they're like. "Um, That's funny. I don't want to talk, right? It's like, hey, I have morning breath. I was like, huh, huh, huh. you know, how did you yeah. brush my teeth? You know, it's first thing in the morning, but yeah. we all do that. And I don't know why it's like, it's like dead silence. It's a morgue or it's even like a library. You know, no one wants to speak a word. So no. I do, I liven it up and I'll start pushing buttons and I'm, I'm messing around. Like, I don't no. know what's going on. Oh, I'm that guy. Oh, no. And people get, hey, 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 oh, so you can talk, you know, that uh, kind of stuff. Oh know? no. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, it's not really a rant, but I'm telling you, you've been there and you know that.
1: I lose patience on an elevator because if the button is not getting me to the floor quick enough, I'm sitting there just. How fast do you need to go, right? Oh, yeah. How yeah. fast
0: down? Well, unless you're in an emergency, you need to go pretty fast. As if the if you're fat, on vacation,
1: just take your sweet little time. As, as if the faster that I push the button, the faster the elevator is going to move for me, and it never does. But That's I right. cannot stand the people who jibber jabber. Oh, I'm the
0: talk. I'm the jibber jabber. Hey, but but this also reminds That's crazy. me. crazy. This reminds me of a joke I once heard. Okay, so there was this um, this old lady. Excuse me, it was a young woman mm. and an old man got on the elevator. Okay, and the lady looks over there at the man. and says. T-G-I-F. The old man says, S-H-I-T. And she looks at him, like, confused, and she goes, I said T-G-I-F. Yeah. And the man lowers his head a little bit and kind of like, he's kind of worried a little bit, and he goes, S, (laughs) he goes, shaking his head, going, S-H-I-T. And the lady looks up, she goes, she says, thank (laughs) God it's Friday. And the man looks at her, he goes, Sorry, honey. It's Thursday. <laughs> that's good. That's elevator jokes 101, bro. That's good. I'm going to have to try that, that out when you go on the elevator next. I will, I will try that, but I'm going to mess it up. It's an
1: icebreaker. Greatly. Yeah, it is an icebreaker.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Lex, thank you for letting me rant, Jay. That's Thanks. that's my rant. So next time you get on the elevator, talk it up, folks. Talk, talk it, it, up. it up.
1: TGIF. TGIF. <laughs> all right. Well, let's do a little uh, top five. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. My top five this week is in honor of a tradition that it goes on the first couple of weeks of July, and that is Wimbledon. Are you a big Wimbledon fan, tennis? Uh, Is it tennis? Tennis. Oh, I thought that was – a bad badminton. No, tennis oh. at Wimbledon is one of the four majors. No, really. Yes, yeah, right? so I, I like Wimbledon. Yeah. When we've gone on mission trips over to England, it was one of the things we never did get to go see. Uh, have you ever seen it, though? I have seen it. You have seen Wimbledon? Okay. On so one he, of the
0: trips that we went over, so you stayed in your room sleeping because you're tired. I, I went out. No, I and went and to Abbey Road,
1: down. and you oh. went to Wimbledon.
0: Okay. <laughs> so here's my top five okay.
1: scoring points in tennis. Okay. You ready for this? I am ready. Number five, 15. Unheard of. Fifteen right? is the first point that you get uh, when you score okay. in tennis, right? Yeah. It starts out zero zero. You serve or receive the serve and, and you get the point, you get fifteen. So that's that's a good it's a good start, right? Love fifteen, but anyway number four <laughs> is thirty. Yeah, 30 would be the next point after 15. don't ask me why I didn't create the scoring but I love that because 30 means that you're you're moving forward you're gaining you're advancing in the scoring and you're not sitting there at at 15 or zero right so That's you're right. sitting at 30 you're there. my number three top five scoring point is add. okay yeah so when you get to a, a tie at the upper level of the scoring right um, and you win the serve it's an ad in because it's mine. That is correct. If I'm receiving the serve and I get the point, then it's an add out. That's right. Yeah. So that is my number three. My number two, this is a little controversial because most people would put this as number one, but my number two is 40. Okay. 40 is the winner. Yeah, that's right. Unless you're tied, unless you're at the add in or add out, you get to 40. So when you (laughs) serve and you're wanting to go 40, I remember 40 of of years of age.
0: That's what I started to say. I bet you it was, forty years of age. It was
1: sixteen years ago. How so you six, do the math?
0: How's sixty looking for you?
1: Uh, 60's looking real good, but 60's not in <laughs> tennis scoring. Oh yeah, my number sixty one, is no, it's not. Oh yeah, uh, no, it goes to Deuce. Oh yeah, that's right. Deuce. Yeah, so ah, yeah. so you and got then me. add in, add out. No, you got all me. right. So those are my top four. My number one, top five scoring is love. Love, love is a great. It's the only sport that doesn't have a number at one of its scoring points. Right? Well, how yeah. how weird would it be in football to be up twenty-one to love? That'd be right? awesome. But the if Packers are twenty-one and the Cowboys
0: are love. If you're, I mean, you're tied, great. if you're tied zero-zero, Neil, you're going to be see love to love. So you'd have that would be you, a controversial it statement. Would, it would be love to love, right?
1: <laughs> I so love to love. No, or are you, other, are you no love? no other sport to love? uses love. Yeah. Except tennis. And I, and I love that about tennis. So so how long did it take you to think about this? Uh, it took me I'm a long just... time. I had to process through all of these. Yeah. And I I take these seriously, these top fives, very seriously.
0: So have you actually ever played tennis in your life? I have. Do you have tennis
1: rackets? I have two tennis rackets. I have two Prince rackets. No, I take that back. <laughs> I have a Prince and a Wilson Yeah, you are the definitely not the (laughs) '40s version. I'm not. I'm not. That's my top five. Hey, I've got a. Did you know? You ready? I'm ready. Did you know that cows moo with regional accents? They move. They moo. 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 They move. Double O. In right in regional. Love. Love. Yes. Moo. Love. Love. (laughs) In in small populations, uh, such as herds, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. uh, You would encounter identifiable dialectical variations which are most affected by the immediate peer group. So basically what that means is you can take the cow out of Jersey, but you can't take the, Jersey the, the out of out the, cow. the cow. So Man. wherever they kind of uh, move, they have the the dialect of that group. So you didn't know that, did you?
0: I didn't, but that's, a, that's more like a boo instead of a moo. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no, that's a great. I love that. Well, you know, that's awesome. who, who else um, – Uh, we have today that you may not know is our special guest. That's right. So let's welcome to the catwalk today, David Marston. I just learned that it's the... Mars, Mars, the planet, and then the weight. So that's, this is David Marston right there. Let's welcome him right. to welcome. the catwalk. Hey, David, how's it going? It's going
2: wonderful. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me today. This is your first podcast, right? It's my first podcast. You guys are uh, taking it out of me. Well, we'll we hopefully
1: go. this will be a great experience. So, it will. It's already
2: a great experience. <laughs> I appreciate you explaining the tennis scoring. That's uh, clear as mud now. <laughs>
1: it's clear as mud. That's awesome.
2: I love that. And, yeah. and Moose, I'm right there with you. I will make
1: friends in every elevator. <laughs> Okay, that's if the I only, see either the one only way in the elevator, I'm going the other way. That's just saying. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, David, our uh, listeners, our viewers may not know too much about you. Um, would you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your family, where you're from? Absolutely. So uh, again, my name is David Marston. Yeah, I was a uh, I was
2: a military kid. I was initially born there in Alabama, moved around a lot as a youngster. Uh, but landed here in Midland when I was eight years old. And Mm. uh, this place is somewhat like a magnet, as uh, most of us out here realize. (laughs) My lovely wife, Sarah, she's uh, born and raised here in Midland. And uh, we have two teenage daughters, so uh, please keep the prayers coming.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Now, somebody told me your daughter loves to do dad jokes.
2: Is that right? Uh, My youngest daughter keeps a long tally of dad jokes in her phone, and she whips them out on me every chance that she gets. That's 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 awesome.
0: awesome.
1: You're a big dad joke. Tell her,
0: aren't you? No, I think I am a joke and I am dad a dad. dad? <laughs> you got any dad jokes for us right now? I just told you one about the elevator. Oh, that's true. You did. I mean, come you on. Did. You did. I, I, I do have another one, though. Yeah. The, speaking of elevator and, and, and being on the uh, elevator and going down yeah. and being friends, did you realize that was what sparked the friends in low places by Garth Brooks? I did not know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right.
1: You know, I'm not a country guy, so.
0: Well, you're not a golfer either or a tennis player, but that's okay. <laughs> Hopefully you're just a guy. All right, David,
1: tell us where you work, (laughs) some of your hobbies, things you're interested in.
2: Right on. I work at Edward Jones, a big financial services firm with a hundred year history. Mm. Uh, I spend my days helping families achieve financial independence uh, by constructing financial plans and helping them stay accountable to Mm. those plans uh, as though life throws the inevitable curveball that it uh, so often does. Uh, I'm an avid reader. Uh, Adventure and survival are my favorite genres. Uh, and I enjoy fixing things and boating. And occasionally I get lucky and I get to fix things on boats.
1: Fix things wow. on boats.
2: Do you have a boat? I do have a boat. We have an old surf boat. Uh, I spend as many hours as I can on it.
1: What's the boat's name? No regrets. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, I like it That's too. Like, I like that now. Uh, Coming
0: from a financial advisor, right? right. So, <laughs> that is. I didn't even
2: think about that. Right. That's brilliant. I, I yeah. is uh, Buy a 2004 model boat so that it would
1: be a reasonable purchase. There where you go. did this love like of boating I like come that. from?
2: That's a great question because uh, I live out here in West Texas. That's uh, there's true. There's not a whole lot of water around.
1: It's like ice hockey. You know, People say, and I love ice hockey, and I'm like, well, they have ice hockey in Odessa? Yeah. In Midland? Yeah, they do. And, and so boating, how, where did you come to love boating? You know, uh, I think it might have been
2: in the Navy and being out there on the wide open ocean. Uh, I've always had a respect for it. Yeah. I love the water. I love the life out there. And I really just love being active. So combine all those things and uh, getting out on the boat with my family is a wonderful time. No, that's now, great. now yeah. he
1: didn't say, Moose, that he's a cowboy fan. He didn't say <laughs> that yet. And he is a cowboy fan because I've seen things on social media oh uh you, you go to a game a year or a couple of games whenever you can or? i
2: can't afford to go to a game a year i'm not that well off but he you, has a boat uh, but you
1: he has a <laughs> boat do so you watch the games on the boat right yeah. uh but you're a big cowboys fan big cowboys fan and you're a big cowboys fan I'm a Cowboys fan, yes. So why don't we have a little Cowboy trivia real quick? Why, Jay? We'll jump let's, right into it. Let's just do put that. Put me let's on the spot right off let's the just top. just jump right into it. So we'll let our guests answer first.
0: Yes, I can. I know the colors of the Cowboys, yeah. and they don't have a star in their helmet. That's, that's
1: all I know. That's not one of the <laughs> questions. Okay, so David, I'll ask you a question. If you get it right, we'll keep going. If you get it wrong, you go some Moose, okay? Whoa, sounds good. Uh, cool. Okay. Um, which Cowboy player is nicknamed Moose?
2: Oh, I know this. Moose This is from back in the day Back in the, the day He is a good I
1: was 13 He was Moose Blocked for Emmett mm. Smith He also looks like a guy That goes to Crestview Jay Novacek.
0: Close Moose What do you want me to ask it, him? It, his, The answer It's it, actually uh, Moose Johnson Daryl Johnson Daryl Johnson yeah, Daryl Johnson Yeah Okay yeah. Moose question to you I'm not gonna get it right Okay <laughs> Which
1: running back has the NFL record for the longest yard from scrimmage on Monday
0: Night Football? As a Cowboy fan, uh-huh. as a Cowboy. Oh, as a Cowboy, I am. He's going, a running back. Not, not currently. No. Um. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna say Emmitt Smith.
1: You want to try? That's wrong. Do you want to try?
0: Not Emmitt Barber.
2: Mary Marion
1: Barber. No, it is Tony D. Tony Dorsett. Oh my goodness! Ninety-nine yes. yards against Minnesota. Yeah, that's All right. All right. Question goes to David. Name at least two players that have worn number eighty-eight ooh. for Dallas.
2: Number eighty-eight. We got uh, Michael Irvin. Yep. Yeah. We got. Ooh, was T O eighty-eight? He was, or was he eighty-one?
0: He was eighty-one. T T-O? T.O. was eighty eight. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I, I can't think of another eighty-eight.
1: He was part of the catch no catch game in 2015. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Dez. Dez, right. Very good. Got it. Yeah, Dez. Bonus yeah. points. Can you name the other two? Um, the other two would be um, the new kid that came out of um, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. CD. CD Lamb. CD Lamb. And let's see. Man, I don't know why I'm losing this. But not, <laughs> okay. There is no one out there, yes. But I okay. can't think of him. Question to you, Moose: Who was the first ever starting quarterback for the Dallas
1: Cowboys? Bart Starr. No, that's the place <laughs> Green Bay. I'm just you know? kidding. I you know, know this. I know it. Who is it? No, I'm not going to tell you. Well, it's your question. Oh, it is my question. Yes, it is your question. Could you repeat the question? <laughs> the first ever starting quarterback for the Cowboys.
0: Give me a hint. What's the statement? What? What year was that?
1: uh 64 that's a lie 60 60.
0: i knew that yeah Yeah,
1: 1960. i'm gonna have to pass the question because i do not you want to try
2: i do not recall eddie lebaron yeah i would never he
1: started before don meredith i would never i got that i had to google all of these of course you did (laughs) i don't know any of them oh my okay uh last question david what year did jerry jones buy the cowboys
2: 1988.
1: close Six. 89. 89. 1989. Um, Who was the coach that he fired?
0: Um. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> this is tough, man. That Tom, Tom Landry. Tom, Tom, Landry. <laughs> Tom Landry. Very good. So it was a tie. Yeah. It was good. So I'm glad... Actually, I didn't. I'm going to... Pass the torch over to I'm glad, you know,
1: y'all tied. Y'all really did. Y'all really tied. Okay, David, let's get back to talking about yes. you and what you do um, here in our community. So what advice would you give to young adults that are, you know, maybe they're starting out to invest? What would you tell? What was the maybe one or two things you would give them advice on?
2: Man, uh, there's only three rules. Spend less than you earn. Invest everything you can. And don't make any stupid mistakes.
1: Hmm. I think think I've broken number three. I (laughs) got all three of them.
0: I got all three of them wrong. Okay, say say (laughs) them again.
1: So spend less than you earn. Spend less than you earn. Invest everything you can. Yeah.
2: And don't make any stupid mistakes. Like buying a car with a $1,000 payment and 72 of those payments. Uh, Young people... Keeping up with the Joneses Yeah, have that sweet hot rod, uh, I would recommend against that highly. I've seen too many budgets and financial plans crippled by the debt that people have taken on for depreciating assets. It makes no sense to me.
1: That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I remember when we first got married, everybody was buying the biggest house, but they couldn't put any furniture in it because they would (laughs) buy the biggest house. And then here we came along. We bought a really small, inexpensive house, but we were able to put furniture in it. And we'd go to our friend's house, and they had no place for us to sit. But it was a beautiful two-story house in sure. Dallas, you know? So I, I appreciate that. Is this, yeah, the, sure. is this a career that you've always wanted to do, or was there another career you wanted to pursue?
2: I grew up on Top Gun and Iron Eagle. I wanted to be a fighter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: I didn't make any of the choices that would uh, point me in that direction. It was all just a pipe dream.
0: I have a I have a question about yeah. you know, going back to your um investing opportunities. You said invest what you can. What would you what would you say are maybe top two, top three investment opportunities in today's world? Mm.
2: I think that's a trick question. Is it? Because I like to back away from giving individualized investment advice Mm. when I don't know about the individual. So for everybody, it's different. I would just say that the main thing is you should be buying something all the time as far as a well-diversified portfolio of quality Mm. equities and fixed income investments. So uh, it's different for everybody. Right. So there's nothing in particular that I would point to except Talk with an advisor. Figure out what, uh, where is it that you want to be heading, and help him Let's get you them. there. Yeah, I
1: appreciate that because that, that's a really good question. Because you know, you hear all the time pot, people on podcasts and stuff. They want to tell you exactly what you need to be doing, and it's not in your wheelhouse. It's not in. We don't have the means to do that. Oh. So I appreciate you doing that. That saying that because most time people would just say, "Oh, you need to do these things, and you'll be you'll you'll be a millionaire or whatever," and well, it's you- not. You hear that it all the time. Yeah. I mean, you you yeah.
0: hear it all the time. It's like, you know, hey, we got to invest in real estate because real estate holds value. Or you, you got to invest in, in silver and gold because it's it's a precious metal and it's here it is, we go again. Mm-hmm. Or or once again, you, you and then you have um, – uh, land, And so now you're talking about land. So now you have a, la- you have a land, you, you build a house on. So now you got to do two mm-hmm. combined assets and then it will take silver and gold to pay for those assets. So right. I'm just, I'm just trying to see because those, wow, that's, that's, those things are very, um, they are misconstrued a lot of times.
2: Well, I have people come to me with all kinds of situations and precious metals, real estate and an investment portfolio. They all go hand in hand with one another, but it's a matter of what portion of my assets do I have in each one of those categories and mm-hmm. what's the right mix for what I'm I'm trying to accomplish. That's great. Great advice. That's good advice. Yeah.
1: I think that is a great lead in, Moose, to what's often misunderstood about your profession.
2: You know, uh, this one I had to think about a little bit, but once it dawned on me what the issue is uh, that's most understood, it's really the anxiety that people deal with around coming to visit with a financial advisor for the first Mm -hmm. time. I think people are incredibly insecure about their individual financial situation and they're afraid perhaps that they're going to be judged. So I try to make it known to all prospective clients that come visit me that this is a judgment-free zone. I can't help what decisions you've made in the past that have Mm -hmm. led you to come visit with me today, but I can help give you advice on how to forge a good path forward. So getting over that hump of the anxiety of being judged, I think, is the biggest misunderstanding that people have around dealing with a financial advisor. That's a
0: great point. Uh, explain to me a little bit David how how it works for, you know, younger generation just starting out. I mean really maybe it's for every every generation really. How does how does one go about um paying someone like yourself for your services? How walk me through that process. How how does that look mm. on a portfolio? Good point.
2: I would say that first off when we're talking about young people, most young people aren't thinking about the future. They're not thinking sure. out too far into the future. The the people that I end up talking to are in their 40s mostly really? or in their 50s. You wow. know, I wish I could talk to more young people and uh, help them understand that time is the most valuable asset that they have and the number one asset that we can't replenish.
1: Hmm.
2: Uh, and that, that is what pays the dividends, gives us the opportunity to have that compounding interest really uh, build on itself over time. Again, time. Right, right? time. Um, so for young people, I would say if you are fortunate enough to work for an employer with a retirement plan, make sure you're taking advantage of the match. That's the first step. Do that as young as you can. Hmm. I do remember when I joined the military, they had thrift savings plan. I did not contribute to that as a youngster. I needed all that money for going out on the weekend. And mm-hmm. in hindsight, that was a terrible decision to have made. Yeah. So, uh, but we all have those situations where you realize later, uh, I need to do something different, so I encourage folks to come and chat with me, um, to chat with any financial advisor that's willing to give you the time and truly listen to you, be patient, and find out who you are and what's important to you.
1: So do people come to you, or do you go find – how how do you get – how does someone sit down with you?
2: So at this stage in my career, it's largely referrals. So referrals. I try to do a good job of taking care of the people that I'm fortunate to work with mm-hmm. and uh, always let them know that I'm looking for more like-minded people that are looking to formulate a plan and try to stick to it.
1: That's great. So
2: um you great. know, I don't have investment minimums at this point. My uh, I'm willing to talk to anybody that's open to having a honest and open conversation and uh, recognizing the shortcomings and what they're currently doing mm-hmm. and willing to take action on the steps that we identify as appropriate to get them where wow. they want to be. And you're going to hear me say these same things over and over yeah.
0: again. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That
1: is, that is, now, you mentioned earlier you wanted to do Top Gun uh, and something else. Uh, Iron Eagle. I don't Eagle. remember that. Yeah. Louis I, Gossett Jr. I do now, there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so tell us about the Navy. What did you do? What? How long were you with the Navy?
2: So uh, I joined the Navy as a 20-year-old after kind of uh, – Going to college, but not really mm-hmm. going to college. Uh, there's many of us that know that doesn't work out very well, uh, flounder <laughs> around for a yeah. little bit. And then it's like, I have a history of having the military in my family. My dad was air force. All my uncles, my grandfather were all Navy guys. I joined the military to try to find some direction, some discipline and some skills, mm. uh, and the Navy provided all of that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very thankful for everything that I experienced in the Navy because it made me the man that I am today. Uh, I fixed airplanes. I worked really? on an aircraft carrier, and I fixed the A six B prowlers. That's um, awesome. That
1: is great. It was cool. It was very cool. So you've, you've watched Top Gun. I've watched Top Gun, and is it accurate? Kinda, no.
2: But <laughs> I think uh, we all knew that, it, but it is fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is fun, but it's not accurate.
1: Okay. So yeah. you worked on the planes, you worked on where, where did you travel? Where were you?
2: Yes. I was fortunate. I was initially stationed up in Washington state, mm-hmm. very Northwest on Whidbey Island. That is the most beautiful part of the States that I've ever been to. Wow. And then I got fortunate, uh, got the opportunity to transfer over to, to Japan, just mm-hmm. outside wow. of Tokyo proper, but, uh, it's all urban sprawl there, uh, that was awesome. Oh, that's uh, great. That
1: does sound pretty amazing. Uh, great. I bet you got some great stories. Any, like, one favorite story from your time in the Navy that you want to share? Uh,
2: I think that the best thing that came out of the Navy for me, other than the work ethic and the discipline, is uh, the opportunity to see so many different and beautiful places. Mm. Wow! Um, yeah, It's just awesome to see how people in other parts of the world live, and it really makes you appreciate what we have going on over here.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate yeah, I th- <laughs> the way that you uh, carry yourself. Is is great. I would I would be drawn to that. Um, I would see you as a good leader. What what are you doing to make yourself a better leader in your profession? To lead not only just your family, but to lead your job and maybe those that you work with.
2: I read a lot. I read a lot on leadership. I read a lot on the financial services industry. I want to learn how to serve my clients in the most efficient and thorough way. Hmm. Um, and I have a branch team that I work with that I'm responsible for, that I lead. And uh, I want to live up to their expectations. I want to help them to become better people all the time. So my real motto is just be a little bit better every day. Hmm. Uh, I'd try like to bite Uh-oh. off more than I can handle.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. um, Wow.
1: Yeah. That's it makes me think a lot too. I'm not a good reader. I listen to books <laughs> or I listen to podcasts. That's okay. Um uh, and, and stuff. Is there one specific book, something that you're reading right now, that you would say I recommend that book?
2: I'm actually reading right now, uh, Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership, okay. which is a wonderful book. Uh and I love Dave Ramsey's principles. I employ them in my advice to my clients. Okay. And uh I think his book is pretty inspiring and it's opening up some of the gaps. Uh, it's exposing yeah. some of the gaps in my leadership that I, I'm looking forward to to trying to close up and try to build some processes into our office that can uh, really benefit the, our mm-hmm. ability to grow together. That's oh, cool. That is
1: great. Yeah. You, you, know, you, you mentioned a while ago, uh, Moose and David, you were talking about um, – <clears throat> you know, what to say and, and you take everybody differently and uh, Mm -hmm. assess them. Do you think, do you think that that like, like Dave Ramsey, I've grown up listening and been told, do it like, do it like he says. Does that align with what you were saying earlier or does he fall in that category? I mean, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus or anything. No, that's
2: all right. So uh, in general, I want to follow the same baby steps. I want my clients to follow the same baby steps that Dave Ramsey employs. Uh, That being said, Everyone's situation is different. Everyone okay. has a different cash flow management strategies, uh, different uses for debt. Um, or
1: lack of cash flow. Or lack
2: of <laughs> cash flow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I just had a, sat down with some people before coming to visit with you gentlemen, uh, and they were ready to just invest, invest, invest for retirement because they're 51 and they don't have mm-hmm. anything saved for retirement. But as we get and sit down and talk, it's like there's some debt here. We, I would encourage you to get this okay. debt knocked out before we start uh, building your retirement assets. Okay. I can't earn you the kind of interest you're paying right. on these debts, which is simple math in my mind. But, um, it's just interesting. The perspectives that people bring to me, they're ready to go. I'm happy that they have an appetite and that's something I can work with. Yeah. How, how do you right.
1: handle, like if somebody was to sit with you and you mentioned earlier about, you know, uh, coming in and, and feeling judged or, uh, um sad that they i don't have the portfolio that you know so i'm not going to talk to a person Uh, how do you handle a disappointment like if somebody was to lose everything and they sit before you how do you how do you handle them as a leader how do you walk them through there's always going to be something that they can invest in or that they can build their life
2: toward well i think it pays to be optimistic you know pessimists sound smart but optimists retire early on the beach you know, I have.
0: Uh, write, that. That I, <laughs> I, I, I write that down. I am going to write that down because I want to retire on the beach. <laughs> i got a five-year plan, David. In yeah. five years, I want to retire. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about that, Moose. I will. Yeah. I'm going to come see you. Let's right. get off air on that. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, keep going.
2: So uh, I lost my train of thought there.
1: Uh, just, you know, how do you help <laughs> Retiring somebody? on the beach. <laughs> yeah, retiring on the beach. Somebody's disappointed, you know. I, I, I'm i 40 years old. I'm 75 years old or whatever, and I didn't plan.
2: I think perspective is the most valuable thing I can add at that point, mm. uh, and try to figure out. There's another little slogan I live by: What's one thing I can do to make this situation better, mm. even if just by an inch? I so, like that. that's good, man. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta. Man, I like that. We gotta yeah. coin
1: his phrases today. Well, this is I, awesome. I can't take
2: credit for that. And that's a Jason Selk. He's a sports psychologist that mm. uh, that I've read and I love. Uh, and it, what is executive toughness? it's just about executive toughness, toughness okay uh, and being able to weather these storms so you know i haven't really encountered the situation that that you're uh, describing mm-hmm. um I, I get anecdotes you know about mm. people who lost it all but nobody ever has the details what were they invested in why right. did they sell out at the moment they did why were they over-concentrated? because in a well diversified portfolio while it's possible that you could lose everything, the probability is lower than yeah. getting struck by lightning. Walking out to our car after this, so and let's not do that. Yeah. I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't want to take that
1: bet. I wouldn't want to take that <laughs> not, either. Not at all. Well, one one more question, and then we'll do some fun stuff. Who who's the biggest influencer in your life?
2: That's a hard question, um, and it might be Joe Rogan. I'm really? a huge Joe Rogan fan. That's awesome. I I love the way that he can talk to people and that he can bring someone in that I have no idea what their history, background, or expertise is in. And all of a sudden, I'm interested in uh, anthropology from the perspective of plant life. Oh, that's great. That's great. Something to that effect. Uh, So I love the perspective that Joe brings, uh, Mm -hmm. the wide range of guests that he has on I Learn a Ton. Listening to him—that's
0: that is—that's awesome. Thanks that for sharing is, that. Yeah,
1: that's good. a couple of would you rather questions because I know, like okay. in in investing, it's probably would you rather invest in this or invest in that, right, or something similar to that. So here's a couple of would you rather. Would you rather give up your phone for the rest of your life or only wear Crocs for the rest of your life, David? Ooh. Give up your phone for the rest of your life or only wear Crocs for the rest of your life?
2: I don't want to wear Crocs at all. <laughs>
1: But yeah, I don't either.
2: Crocs are phone, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> Crocs are your phone. <laughs> I guess I'm going to wear Crocs because you can. Need you you got to
1: have your phone, right?
2: I, I mean, I, I don't want to need the phone as bad as I do, but
0: I do. <laughs> but we're we're a society that has to have the phone, Moose. I'm going to retire on the beach in five years. I don't. I need them Crocs. <laughs> I really don't care about that phone. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can wear those Crocs. Okay. Would you rather be in a snowball fight or a water balloon fight, Moose?
0: Most definitely want to be in a water balloon fight. Okay, why? Because I don't really like the cold, and uh, snowballs they hurt mm-hmm. tremendously. And They can oh in the face. They <laughs> do. I bet they, they, do. Yeah, but
2: they, they do. Okay, they David. I'd water? say water balloons for the same reason. That sounds like warm weather to me.
1: <laughs> it, it's on the beach, maybe, but you know, because the snowball is I, you can pack that sucker. Yeah, with yeah ice.
0: I, I had to. You know, I have. Childhood memories of people packing rocks oh, let's hear it. rocks and ice what? together and then a snowball when they throw it at you, yeah, it lights out. And a water balloon, they may put ketchup or mustard or relish or something in it, and it's easy. It don't hurt. Yeah. But a nice block inside of a ball of snow, let me tell you. We, there, there's some haters out there in this world. <laughs> we used to put shampoo
1: <laughs> and stuff in water balloons and yeah. it would get uh, it would just yeah, it was nasty. Sounds it was like all over. Yeah. It was a mess. It yeah. was a mess. Hey, David, can you stay around a little bit longer?
2: Absolutely.
0: And now every neighbor presents why today doesn't suck.
1: Well, today is Thursday, July the 13th. It is the 194th day of the year. There are some very special things that have gone on on this day. Today, Harrison Ford is celebrating his birthday. You familiar with Harrison Ford? I am, Yeah. Who is Harrison Ford? Um, Indiana Jones. Is he, David? Is Harrison Ford anybody else?
2: There's a lot of people. I think of him as Jack Ryan.
1: There he is. Yeah, Jack Ryan. Yeah, he was also Han Solo.
2: Han Solo, for sure. For Star Wars?
1: No. Why are you looking at me like that for? I'm just... Thinking, yes. Oh, yeah, he was. Okay, is, he, is he more known for Indiana Jones or Han Solo? What do you think? Either one of you. Han Solo, I
2: would think, has got a much bigger following than Indiana Jones, I would imagine.
1: Yeah? I, I think so, too. I,
0: I would go with that. There's a new movie out right now with Indiana Jones. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have not seen it, I, but I... I I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of impressed because I think it's the last, uh, I think it's going to be the last Indiana Jones. I hope it's kind of like the Rocky saga, but hopefully it's the last Indiana Jones. But I think they've been, man, he's been off the air from that type of movies for like the last 15 years. So it's going to be interesting to see how it, how it does in the box office. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. hope it's not a bust, but, uh, you know, you know, it's. Yeah, I I think I'd like to see it, but I don't know if I want to go to the movie movie theater. He's
1: he's been in some not so famous movies too. He was the president in Air Force One. That movie, did you ever see that one where the? yeah, you, you've seen that one? Yeah. Don't remember it, but yes, I saw it. Uh, r- r- Russians got on and we're going to steal the plane and kill the president or whatever. Yeah. He was right. Jack Ryan, I totally forgot about that. He was – that's the Tom Clancy mm-hmm. uh, movies, and uh, there was Patriot Games, mm-hmm. and then there was um,
2: – I can't even remember.
1: Yeah, the other one I can't remember because it, it threw me there for a second, but I loved his, his movies. But – you say that he's more valuable for or more known for Han Solo? I would say have you ever met Harrison Ford? No. No? Do you have any stories on him? No. No? I don't. Favorite
0: Star Wars movie? Um I like <laughs> All of them. Return of the Jedi and That's a e- good one. Ewoks Adventure. I don't
1: think there's an Ewoks Adventure. Is yeah. there? Yeah. What 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 episode is that? i don't know but it's there <laughs> it's, i don't know that one, i either. don't know also having a birthday today is patrick stewart are you familiar with patrick stewart um is he also in a famous movie he is in the famous tv series oh.
2: oh what series is patrick stewart from
1: star trek who was he who was he in star trek i i, I don't know
0: I, I really don't know he was a ball-headed guy did he do this? They do Nanu Nanu. No, that, that, was oh, more that was more than, <laughs> more than I, mean, I, I mean, I don't oh, yeah.
1: know. <laughs> it's brilliant. No, he did the whole, I can't do it, I'm not double-jointed uh, thing. You know what I'm talking about? He wasn't I Mr. Spock. I, he, he wasn't was, Spock. He was somebody else. Was was he he the, oh,
0: was he the captain of the Enterprise? Yes. Yeah, I think he was captain, captain of the Enterprise. The he he was wore a, the red and black. Yeah. Ball-headed guy. Yeah. Yes. How that was he? had to be. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Juan Luke. So who is uh well, William
2: Shatner Hall. in Star War in Star Trek?
1: Oh, he was he was the Captain Kirk. He was Captain. Kirk. He was Captain was Kirk. He? Okay, yeah. so then it's so don't get yeah. Picard
2: is the is who we're talking about. Yeah, yet. yeah. Picard. Yeah, I is would it? think isn't that who yeah, that's
1: who who it I think is. So, Yeah, that's who that is. The ball headed guy. Yeah, yeah. And then you had Spock with the ears. That's the guy. Yeah. That's and then cool. you had Shatner. Yeah. I think yeah. we're getting it. I don't know.
0: You, you throwing you got these wild TV shows I don't never heard of. So they both have birthdays today. Well, happy birthday. Also
1: on this day in 1985, let's see if you boys remember this. 1985 on this day, July 13th, was the Live Aid concerts. Wish I was there. There was – I watched it on TV. I didn't get to go because if you remember, there was a concert in London and Philadelphia, and they were at the same time. Now, it was a six-hour difference. right? So they would play – somebody would play in London, and they would set the stage in Philly. And then they would switch over to Philly. Philly would play some, then go back to London, back and forth. But this was for uh, African famine relief. This okay. was kind of started that whole thing of.
0: Are you, um, are you sure it was African relief? Yes. I don't think that's right. What was it? I'm just going to say, wasn't it like Ethiopian? No, it was African. I think you better jo- check that out.
1: It, it might be Ethiopian. I don't know, but it was it, for famine relief.
2: Here we famine relief. I love. Okay, I love you gotta, fact-checking you got to fact check me. I want to. I, I will yeah.
1: get back to you on that. But I think it's for it was for Ethiopia. It could have been. Do you remember how much money they raised? Uh, a ton. Yeah, a little over seventy million. That's seventy million. Seventy That's million dollars. That's yeah. A lot. Yeah. That is a lot. Now there were some bands there that that was the first time they'd ever heard ever played. You two, my favorite band. This was their first big. Uh, Introduction to America. It was also one of the last concerts for Queen. Yeah. Uh Freddie Mercury, Mercury yeah. had left Queen for a while. If you've seen the movie, uh by the way, it's a great movie. He it is left a left movie, yeah. And kind of did his own solo and it just kind of fell apart and he came back and got together, and that was one of his last ones before he before he he died. Madonna was there.
0: I'm not so sure that wasn't probably the headliner that make it that created been. that with Eddie Mercury. I think that's probably what caused. I, mean, I think all the turnout. I think I think it was Maybe. because think- a
1: lot of people wanted to know if they were back. That's right. Yeah, and and together. stuff. So yeah. So Live Aid happened on this day uh, in 1985, which was how you're good with numbers. How long ago was that? 1985. I was 38 years. Yeah, 38 years. I was a 30. senior in high school. I was five. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. You guys are killing me. You guys are killing me. Well, do we have our do we have our national day with us? Do you see it out there? Is our national day? I think our national day is out there. Is it? Uh, get his attention, and we can sure. uh, we can um, we have a celebrate nas- our national day. I'm do you ready. Know for what that. today is? Uh, no, but I'm uh, hoping to get to find out. You're about to find out. do not you hand those to David right there? Oh, today is oh. National French Fry Day. Man, I love some French fries. Now, who has, in your opinion, who has the best French fries in town? Taco
2: Villa, Taco Villa. My bad. Taco Villa, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: that's, those are good. Those they are. are good. They what do you think? Oh, um,
1: man! Oh, you're looking. You're getting the peak um, over there first. Ooh. Who do you have the best French fries? Five Guys. That's pretty good. Five Guys are pretty,
0: pretty good. good fries.
1: That's pretty good. I would say one of my favorites is Wingstop. I like the ooh. seasoning that they put on them. Those okay. are good. But I'm I can't cheat on my girlfriend, so it has to be waffle fries from Chick Fil A. Not. <laughs> Those are my. You, you did say you were going to quit, didn't you? And I got him to quit. I, I can't quit. And you got. We got that on video. <laughs> so awesome. So I want to tell you this. So Slanker um, Psych. So I wanted. I want to tell you this, just a little bit about uh, this, oh, and we're going to sample. They smell really good. What's in there? Ooh, so it looks delicious. In, Eng, in England, do you know what they call French fries in England? Chips. Chips. Very good. The first time I went over there, I said I want some fish and chips and i was thinking i was going to get chips but i got fries so don't go over and ask for queso and chips because you're going to get french fries and, and get, cheese what do they call that's chips? in germany they call uh crisps, crisps. yes yeah, there you go oh yeah. hey, you're okay educated. You're educated so too. <laughs> uh, fries became mainstream after world war one yeah and here are the hmm. different kinds you got the standard cut crinkle cut waffle Steak fries, Shoestring, Wedge Cut, Curly Fries, Cottage Fries, Home Fries, and Sweet Potato.
0: Home Fries. I've been called that a couple times. I've been called Home home Fries
1: for for that. (laughs) I had no
0: idea why. (laughs) So
1: let me tell you this, because I want all of our listeners to know this. This is nationwide, so share this with all your friends, but today only... Thursday, July the thirteenth, National French Friday. McDonald's is giving away French fries of any size, no purchase necessary, around the United States. So go today and have some French fries and just listen to the show or think about us. But right now, for National French Friday, we want to sample this bad boy. So Moose, why don't you open that up, show it to the camera? Where does it? Where does French fry derive from, though? I don't know. I I heard. Do you know? I heard. I heard, I heard I heard it was Belgium. I think you're right. Belgium waffle fry.
2: I wonder why they picked up popularity after World War II. What was uh, impetus for that? I don't know.
1: I think... I I don't know. I didn't... Oh, 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 wow. Okay. Uh, Turn that to the camera. So this is... I don't know if y'all can see this or not. Compliments of... Oh, my goodness. Gilly's Mobile Diner. A mobile food truck here in Midland. Gilly's do not mess around. They do not mess around. So let me tell you what's on here. There's fresh cut fries. There is cheese. Queso. There looks like to be some... Is that some chili, some oh, meat?
0: Some chili sauce.
1: What else is in there? Oh, some man, there's a fri- jalapenos. a fried, and there's a fried egg. egg on the top. And bacon So bits. we have three three hand me a fork. And bacon bits. And bacon bits. Yeah. Had have David a fry. Oh my goodness. Screwing so, my dinner.
0: Here we go. You I'm take gonna take a bite. I wanna eat I don't want to eat after you, Jay. Well,
1: I I don't want to get the uh I don't want to get the jalapeno. I hope you get I, the jalapeno. Okay, I they're not messy or anything. I you can tell. Don't get on.
0: Don't get on your shorts. Okay, here we go. Here we
1: go.
2: Here we go. Definitely guests. should have changed. Get mm.
0: Oh my gosh. Hey, I also heard that maybe oh, they yeah. were also. Uh, you said something about World War Two or World War Two? Was it? Yeah, you said yeah. World War Two. Yeah, uh, they were also. Oh because my gosh. I think okay. they they also figured out that uh, the potato, since it was such a cheap thing to have, and uh, I guess a lot of early settlers in the late 1700s, they had uh, an abundance of fries, and so they had a lot of fish. And so when it's talking about fish and chips, Uh um, they figured out that they could absolutely put the French fry, or actually the fry, Mm. the potato, in Greece, causing it to be a French fry. And I think they adopted that. Yeah. And I can't say it, but I think if it's in French, it's something like – have another bite, David. French fry. It's not a French fry. It's like I looked it up. Quetter Quetter Republicain. And so if you translate that, it stands for and I know my French is what terrible in the but world. It sounds like say? sound like Spanish French, like Sprinch, but it was not good. Actually, it's called it translates to be the Republican Cook. Hmm. Now, isn't that crazy?
1: That is amazing. So the Republican <laughs> cook.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. So a
1: French fry. Try so, it anyway, I, I, I don't. Know. I'm, I'm in. What do you think, David? That is a win. Will,
0: that is a win.
2: I will order that the next time I see Gilly's truck.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: so who is it again? Get Gilly's Mobile Diner. Okay. Let I me mean, mobile hey, truck. Hold that, yeah. got, oh, you want me hold it for you? I don't have a mouthful here. I'm, yeah. I can't smack into the.
1: Gosh, that egg on it is what makes it. Mm.
2: I think an egg makes everything better. Yeah, it does mm. that's
1: great. Well, hey, let's uh let's
2: just
0: go out today. Let's yeah, go oh out today
1: and get that from Mobile for Gilly's Mobile Diner. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Big shout out. We're going to stay and eat these. David, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Hey,
2: thanks guys for having me. I appreciate Love what fun.
1: you're doing and those quotes you got. We'll uh, put the book that you recommended. We'll put some of those on the show notes. Absolutely. So people can get that and a uh, big shout out and uh, how can people get a hold of you? What's the best way to to reach out to you? Email, text, phone? Bring French fries. Bring, bring gills. What's the best way? <laughs> just, email? Just Google Edward Jones, David Marston. You'll find me. There you go. All right, man. That's Thank awesome. you so much. Moose, any last words? I do not, um, but I'm ready to devour some more of these fries. National French Fry Day. Enjoy. As we always say, don't be sad that it's over. Just be glad that it happened. We will see you guys next week.
0: Thank you. To connect with the guys or subscribe to the weekly flow line, Send us an email at media at perf-kim.com. Every Neighbor is the bridge to supporting community engagement between business and nonprofits. Every Neighbor is here to simplify the pathways to connection in our community. Connect with us at everyneighbor.com.